Wednesdays. We get to talk football, NFL with Mark Schlereth from NFL on Fox 104.3 The Fan in Denver. And that time happens right now as Mark joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing good. Uh, We've had a long time to chew on that Cardinals win from from last Thursday when a lot of the storyline going in was, hey, DeAndre Hopkins is back. The Cardinals offense is going to be much better. And it was better. But what do you make of an offense in 2022, Mark, being apparently so reliant on one wide receiver to function correctly? Yeah, well, I don't know that it still functions correctly. Um (laughs) Oh, listen, I'm not I'm not a believer in that offense. I never will be. Um and I you know, I, I, I think this. I think that when you rely on uh on the passing game to get you in rhythm, when you're out of rhythm, it's really hard to get back in rhythm. Relying on throwing the football to get yourself into a rhythm. When that's what you have and that's what you hang your hat on that's difficult. Like there is, there is some beauty in being able to line up and just go, hey, man, let's get into three tight ends. Let's get into heavy personnel, and let's just thunder punch somebody in the gut. <laughs> and let's just keep hammering them until we make them get out of what they're in, until we make them defend this run, until we make them, you know, basically lick their wounds, and then we'll get them over the top on some play actions. Then we'll get ourselves back into rhythm in throwing the football. And that's what I see with – well, that's what I see with Arizona. I, I like and the next tight end that throws a block for Arizona will be the first tight end this year <laughs> that I've yes. seen actually yep. throw a block for. Tight, yeah, it just is. It's not what they do. It's kind of not who they are. And I know they'll pop some runs. And like my definition of the running game is probably different than most. You know, you'll have it. You'll have like Benjamin had a big game, right? Or he'll have you know close to a hundred yards or whatever. And people will be like, "Oh yeah, we finally broke out." My definition of the running game is when everybody in the stadium knows you've got to run it. It's a third down and two. Uh, it's a red zone uh, situation. Everybody knows you're going to run it. The defense knows you're going to run it. And you line up and you run it anyway. That's when you know you're good at running the football. Exactly. Not when, hey, it's third down and seven and we pop a 12-yard draw. Yeah. Like we break one out for 27 in a third down and four situation. Like that, that's, that to me doesn't, doesn't equate. And so, you know, I, I just keep looking at that. The other thing I think, and this is a really interesting guy. I think you guys will enjoy this. So I'm having a conversation with Doug Flutie and this was several months ago. I was at an event with Doug Flutie. And so we just talked about, you know, about kind of his journey. And he was like, listen, when I first came in the league, I really struggled being a short, undersized quarterback. I really struggled. And he goes, it wasn't until I went to the Canadian Football League where I really learned and I started calling my own plays what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. And and it was a, it was a really interesting conversation because he was like, hey, listen, I'm not very good in the middle of the football field. Um, those big buys, especially when I have to step up in the pocket when there's a hitch, you take my first read away and I'm supposed to hitch up. Now I can't see anything. Like everything's in my, in, in my iPad, you know, in my sight lines. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the NFL game. You've got to be able to control the middle of the football field. And so when you have a guy that's a bit undersized, you take away that first initial read and you got to move, you got to move up to the shallow crosses and those, they're hard to see. And so now everything has got to be thrown out between the window of that, that initial group, that guard center guard group. And the tackle, because the tackle's taking a set, so there's an actual window that opens up out there. 
and and that's where he goes. I had to live there. And the other thing is, I didn't want any. I didn't want to have to hitch in, on any throw. I wanted the ball out right now because right? when I hitch, when you hitch on the throw, you step up. As you step up, you decrease that that space between you and the offensive line and those defensive linemen. And as you decrease that space, you lose your vision. And so he also said, I hated double moves uh-huh. because double moves to me is double move, pump, step up, lose vision. So I want to throw everything as soon as I hit the fifth step of my draw. I wanted to be all goes right. Just go throw it. And it was a it was a fascinating conversation to have. And as I've been watching, because I have Arizona this weekend, I've got Arizona and Minnesota, so I'm, nice. I'm calling the game. As I've watched a bunch of film, like where he's really good, where Kyler Murray's really good is outside the numbers. That's because those windows open up naturally for him. Yeah. In in between the numbers, it's just not as good. And uh, so I think there's some I think there's some definite drawbacks to being you know to being a undersized. I think we've seen it here in Denver with Russell Wilson too. For all this drama, and that's that's great stuff. But for all this drama that's been that's marked this Cardinals football season from the beginning of the off season, they got a chance here to get to four and four. And I don't know if anybody knows who's any good in the, in the NFC. How much football team are the Cardinals getting in the Vikings, and how do you handicap what's happening in the NFC? Yeah, you're right. They're they're not. I mean, right now because you know the teams we thought we knew were going to be good in Tampa and, and Green Bay are awful, and, uh, and you know, and there's a, a bit of a mutiny going on over there as well. And so I think there's you know there's a ton of questions. Obviously, I think the the Philadelphia Eagles are really good. I think Minnesota's I think Minnesota's talented. I think they're a good football team. Um, but also, I, I also think they have flaws as well, like everybody else, and they have yet to put four quarters together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that anybody in the NFC has has put four. Even the Eagles haven't put four straight quarters together in any game. Like you look at the Eagles, and they score all their points in the second quarter, and then they cruise to victory. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like. Every game feels winnable to me, um, you know, and I mean, who would have thought? Yeah, I mean, how crazy is this year? Geno Smith is is right now the best quarterback in the NFC from crazy. the way he's playing right now. It's just this insanity to me. So, yeah, there's I mean, it's it's wide open. You're right. They win this game. Arizona goes to Minnesota and wins this game sitting at four and four. Um they're right in the thick of things with all the controversy and all the drama they've had so far, um, starting with the off season and, you know, in the four hour study clause in the contract, they're right back in it. Yeah. All right. Um, this has not been a good year for aging quarterbacks and you got one in Denver. We've talked enough about Russell Wilson. What do you make from the stuff coming off Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady at the moment? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, obviously not good stuff, uh, you know, and, and when, you're calling your your folks out and and all this just never looks you know it never looks good when you're breaking um you know when you're breaking iPads or or whatever those surface tablets i think he's i think Tom Brady's broken five surface tablets so far <laughs> um i mean it's it that that part is insane so it's not a it certainly is not a a good look um and and you certainly it feels like you're spoiled to some degree but um and there you know i mean i 
do I think those guys can still play? Absolutely. Um, it just goes to show you, you know, the things that we think. It, it's always funny to me. You know, we always talk about, you know, receiving cores. This was one of the things that just blew me away about when people were like, hey, they, you know, the Rams need to settle or to go out there and, and uh, sign Odell Beckham Jr. Like, that's going to cure what's, what ails them offensively. Really, he's going to put on 70 pounds and play left tackle? Um, <laughs> because if, if you can't block people, I don't care if you have Aaron Rodgers, you have Tom Brady, you can't block people, you cannot win. And, you know, and, and so it's just it's it's crazy to see what's going on with those teams. And here's the other thing that's amazing. When those guys are cranky and those guys aren't playing very well and, you know, they're pissing and moaning every every chance they get. Look at Tampa Bay's defense. Like that defense was one of the most tied together, one of the fastest, most violent defenses that I have watched over the last several years. All of a sudden, offensively, they can't produce, and it just goes to show you the complementary nature of football. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they're not producing. They're not scoring. That defense has to stay out there too long. And and all of a sudden, they've become they've gone from one of the best defenses you watch on film to, to – they can't. I mean, can't get off the football field. Can't convert on third down. Can't like they just. They're just very average. Um, and so you know that 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 effect that that quarterback and not playing well on the offensive side of the ball is having on the defensive side of the ball is uh, is one of those things I don't think people account for either. Yeah, Mark, great stuff as always, and uh, really looking forward to hearing your call of the Cardinals Vikings on Sunday. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, well, just keep your expectations low and I should be able to meet them. (laughs) You're the best. We'll do it. Thanks, Mark.